Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Carrier screening is looking at intended parents from whatever method of, of parenting they're going down. People who are providing sperm, people who are providing eggs, and looking to see if those two individuals carry these mutations without knowing it in the same genes. Nobody Googles carrier screening. Nobody Googles it at all. And the reason they don't Google it is because they don't know it exists. And this, this is the problem. Hello and welcome, listener. You are listening to My Surrogacy Journey, the podcast. This has been created and designed around you and your needs and desires related to surrogacy. I'm one of your hosts today. I'm Michael. And I'm Wes. I don't know why I always go second. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we're going to talk to Bill Evans, who is from a company called iGenomics. uh, And we will be discussing the importance of carrier screening and understanding what the hell carrier screening is. So this episode is a great reference if you're wanting to learn more about genetic testing or perhaps you're a healthcare professional and you're interested in reproductive medicine or genetics. Uh, You might even be an intended parent and curious of your own genetic history and how this could impact your family building. And if you're listening to this as a member of My Surrogacy Journey on our member portal, welcome. This episode is all about carrier testing CGT plus and we're delighted to have you on board. But first up, here's our chat with the talented and super charming Bill Evans. So I want to say hello and welcome to Bill. Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Hello, thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here. I'm Bill. I work at iGenomics. We're a genetic testing company. I, it sounds like I'm burning into a date show, actually. Um, <laughs> I live I live in Wokingham near what is today sunny Guildford. I, oh, it sounds a bit sad that there's not much more to add. I, I play guitar. I like gardening, reading and going for drinks with my friends. <laughs> Good well, sense of humour. Well, I like to, uh, just to inform you of something, uh, Bill, this is actually a setup. This is not a podcast. This is actually a dating show. And you're oh. about to go on a blind date with Michael and I. <laughs> Oh, you poor thing. So really what today's all about is about talking about carrier screening. Now, iGenomics are partnered with My Surrogacy Journey to offer carrier screening as part of intended parents and known egg donor membership. So this is a real topic that a lot of people struggle to understand, me being one of them. You know, it's kind of, let's dive straight into what is carrier screening? Sure, I, I'll try not to turn this into a science lesson, but a, I'm going to have to do a little bit of sciencing. 
So on a fundamental level, we've got genes. We, most of us are familiar that we've got genes. We're not necessarily always sure what it means, but genes effectively just tell our body what to do. And when all of your genes are, are healthy versions of your genes, then you, your body works as, as you would expect your body to work. You don't have diseases associated with genetic conditions. However, you can have variants of genes, variants that cause disease. These are called pathogenic variants. That's our first big science word of the day, pathogenic. It means disease causing. And some of these variants are recessive genetic disease, means that you need two copies of the faulty, of that pathogenic gene to be affected by the disease. Now, each of us has two copies of each gene we have. One from our mother, one from our father. There are some small exceptions, but that's the general rule. One from your mother, one from your father. And if you've got two unhealthy copies, two pathogenic copies of the same gene, then you will be affected by that recessive disease. However, if you've only got one copy, if you've got one pathogenic copy, let's say from your mother, and one healthy copy from your father, then generally speaking, that doesn't affect you. Now, carrier screening is looking at intended parents from whatever uh, method of, of parenting they're going down, people who are providing sperm, people who are providing eggs, and looking to see if those two individuals carry these mutations without knowing it in the same genes. If your carrier is in different genes, that doesn't necessarily have any clinical risk to it. That doesn't mean that you're going to have a, a, any problems with, with having children or with your child being affected by a condition. But if you both carry in the same gene, what we call co-carriage, then there's a 25% chance that, that any child you have will, have will be affected by that condition. So the, the classic example, actually, particularly in Caucasian populations, is cystic fibrosis. So in Caucasian populations, you're looking at about one in 25 people being a carrier of cystic fibrosis. And if two people who are carriers come together and have a child, there's a 25% chance that their child will have cystic fibrosis. And so carrier screening is looking at the intended parents. And, and this is specifically the people who are providing the sperm and the egg and seeing if they have this co-carriage. One additional caveat, and then it's the end of my bit of scientific spiel, is we're also looking for X-linked conditions. And these are conditions, they're recessive still, but they're linked to the X chromosome specifically. Now, men have only one X chromosome. Women have two X chromosomes. Men have an X and a Y. Women have XX. Men, if they have, because they don't have a second X chromosome, they only have one copy of the genes on this X chromosome because they don't have a second one that could have healthy ones on it. So if they inherit only even only one faulty pathogenic copy on the X chromosome, they will be affected. Whereas women can be carriers because they've got two X chromosomes. So one of them might have a healthy gene on it. So these X-linked conditions, if a woman or a, um, a, the person who's providing the X is a carrier in the X chromosome of an X-linked condition and she has a male child, there's a 50% chance that they will be affected. This is how it works. So we're looking for co-carriage of conditions that give you a 25% chance of having an affected child. And we're looking for X-linked conditions in the person providing the egg because there's a 25% chance they will have an affected child regardless of the provider of the sperm's genetic status. Well, that has just fried my <laughs> brain. You, one, I love listening to you talk about this sort of stuff because it, it's just fascinating. And I think there's, it's a topic that a lot of people don't 
know enough about and they should which is why we wanted to include this as as an episode so i'm so grateful that you're with us but one the other thing is just how enthusiastic you talk about genetics have you always been fascinated by this particular topic bill i've taken a quite ridiculous route to this so this is my my grandmother wouldn't appreciate me saying this to other people in the recorded medium but i (laughs) i originally went to medical school i dropped out of medical school that's the bit she doesn't like she wants to hide that away but i I went because i was i was really interested in the science of of human health and how that links in i left medical school because I wasn't learning much science. It, it's not. It's not to be mean at all. But I was spending a lot of my time sitting in a in an older lady's kitchen talking to her about her problems with her hip, and that's that's lovely. And I, I you know, I try to be caring. That wasn't really what I signed on for. So I left that. I then did my degrees in physics, so I sort of went to the other end of the science spectrum. And now at iGenomics, I'm back in that sort of biological side of things one of the things that i think this podcast is going to be really useful for because you know with our members at my story journey we talk about what's included in membership and this carrier screening is included for for members as ips and non-egg donors and i struggle to articulate this in the same way that you would so bill just tell us about you know you talked about the genes and you know how many genes are checked as part of this carrier screening against and also the amount of diseases that are checked against sure so the number of genes it's different for for males and for females because we don't check males for these x-linked conditions because we're checking females um, only for the x-linked conditions but in females it's 519 genes and 64 of those are these x-linked ones so if you do 519, take away 64, you end up at 455. So that's the amount that we, we check in, in males. It's more than 500. So just talk me through a general process. So if in, if intended parents or our members were going to go through the carrier screening process, what would that look like? The referral comes over to us from my surrogacy journey. At the moment, I get a lovely email from Wes. But it then it then moves to our genetic counsellor because with with carrier screening through my surrogacy journey, we're including genetic counselling as well. So the IPs will then speak to our genetic counsellor to understand what CGT is, but also quite importantly, what CGT isn't, because that's a really important thing for people to understand. And then once that's taken place, kids will go out and with my surrogacy journey, we've, we've been quite innovative. This is a, a saliva sample. It's a spit in a tube. Um, disclaimer, please read the instructions, follow them carefully. And then that sample comes to us, comes to our lab, and we perform that testing. And then subsequently, we will issue issue the results. And if we haven't detected any of this co-carriage, if we haven't found anything that, that says you are at an increased risk, then actually it's, it's quite easy for you to then move forward. However, if we do detect some, some clinically relevant results, then that will usually come back to us with further genetic counselling for the IPs to help them really understand what this means for them and their their surrogacy journey, I suppose. And one of the things when we're providing this level of support, you you often we often speak to intended parents or or, or surrogates that are experienced, and sometimes even clinics that actually say, "Oh, it's okay. We're, we're going to do karyotype at the clinic. You know, we don't need CGT plus." And obviously. The, we now know the two tests are very, very different. For anyone that's that's interested, that's that's listening now, just again, layman's terms, what, why are they so different, and why does this stand out in, in compared to when people assume carrier type is the same? 
The only similarity is that they are genetic tests and they sound similar. They, in fact, karyotype begins with a K. So it's not even carrier type <laughs> begins with a C. So, um, and it's really important to get that karyotype is a very specific test looking, usually looking for, for causes of infertility or subfertility. Carrier screening is looking at whether you effectively silently carry genetic changes that could lead to you having a child with a disease. So carrier screening is not usually, it has some applications in this, but it's not usually a test used for infertile or subfertile people. It's usually used for people who want to understand their risk of having a child with a genetic disease. So it really is a test that, yes, it exists in the sphere of people going through IVF, people going through surrogacy. Actually, carrier screening does apply to literally anybody on earth who is considering having a child. Because if you're even if you're conceiving not through IVF, you may still want to know if you and your reproductive partner co-carry a condition and therefore have a 25% chance of having an affected child. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. One of the things that we get asked quite a lot, and maybe this is an assumption that people make, is but they they assume that this type of carrier screen is, is included within their treatment at clinics. Now, you know, we now know that typically that isn't the case. What would you say to kind of reinforce that? Yeah, it's 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 difficult because it's difficult for for patients, it's difficult for clinics as well to cut them some slack. They have a lot to deal with and there's a lot of tests that they have to do. And often when you're going through a clinic, there's a lot of fertility investigations going on as well. And carrier screening really, as I say, not generally for fertility, it's for being able to know, to be able to make informed decisions about your reproductive plans based on that risk. However, I think it is suboptimal to use a very diplomatic term, wrong to use quite a strong term, not to make people aware that testing like this is available. And there's a lot of discussion in the US, actually guidance from, from regulatory bodies, discussing whether it is not a dereliction of duty, but whether clinicians really actually should be telling people about carrier screening. And if couples go on, let's say through IVF, or intended parents go on through IVF, and they have a child through a clinic, and that child is affected with a recessive condition, let's say cystic fibrosis, and they haven't been made aware by the clinic that carrier screening is available, is that a, a legal risk that parents might come back to the clinic and say, you could have prevented this, but you didn't tell me. 
where was your duty of care to me? So it's a really hot topic at the moment, but people just don't know about carrier screening. Our job actually is to, to sell tests that help people and with fertility and with their reproductive journey. So we've done all sorts of things and looked at, you know, what people Google. You know, you, you look at this and you do search engine optimization and that kind of thing to get rankings in Google. Nobody Googles carrier screening. Nobody Googles it at all. And the reason they don't Google it is because they don't know it exists. And this this is the problem. Which is really, really concerning. And when you understand it, we're, you know, we've had the conversation. We're like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you're kind of taking a risk, aren't you? If you don't yeah. know that information, you're taking a risk. And these are life-changing conditions that could potentially either be life-limiting or they could change the direction of, of how you thought your family was going to be. And I think particularly when you're having a donor-conceived child, you know, when working with an anonymous donor or, or even a known donor, it it's just really helpful to know that this type of test is is available, which is why we're why we're a fan, and also why we included it within our membership because we think that as you know for for all of our intended parents and all of our members generally it's about choice and you know that this is available once you have all of the information you can make the, the, the best choice for you. Where are we heading, Bill, from a genetic testing and screening? You know where what is this landscape looking like? Tell me more. So we, not necessarily broadly with genetics, but in, repro in reproduction in the UK, whenever anything is done through a clinic related to IVF or this kind of conception, we are a very heavily re regulated country. We've got the HFEA who have very strict regulations on what you can do. Genetics regulations aren't necessarily as up to date as some of our IVF regulations, but we are, as a country, generally a bit more conservative about introducing new things without going through the full ethical and thought process of them. However, we've seen things like 23andMe, uh, that sort of test. Some of those tests are starting to include some degree, a small degree of carrier screening. Now, I'm not going to derive people's tests here, but there's, there's question marks over, over whether people are going to be fully informed in what they're receiving. Like from some companies, you can order a, a whole genome screen over the internet and, and find out all of the information that you possibly could about yourself. So we are clearly moving in a direction where it's going to be consumer-led uh, genetic testing and it's going to be up to the regulators to try to catch up and make sure that, that things aren't being done by someone in their shed because that's the risk that we have. We see it at the moment with COVID testing, for an example, where people are, have set up various enterprises in their, not literally in their garden shed, but it may as well be. And so it's going to be, it's going to be like I say, consumer-led, but the regulator is going to have to catch up with it. There's lots more, I'm sure. And, you know, if you are a member with My Story's Journey, you will be able to access more educational content on carrier screening yeah. through your member portal. But, yeah... Bill, we want to say a massive thank you for, for joining us and for educating us. I've, I've learned, actually come here today and You've learned I've learned, I have actually learned a little bit more. So thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Yes, and we are looking to how we can develop further tests to help our members understand some of those elements. Give us an example of some of the other tests that we're looking to explore, Bill. Well, first, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for working with us at iGenomics and our ongoing collaboration. And thank you for just generally being so lovely. Um, other tests, so we, we've also got a collaboration with, with a non-invasive prenatal test, NAFE, which is looking at screening 
when a when a woman is pregnant, when a surrogate, for example, is pregnant, looking for things called aneuploidies. These are the sort of things that cause Down syndrome, Edwards syndrome, and similar tests like this. And we've also got a digenomics. This is secret, so don't tell anyone. We've got um, a, a newborn screening test in development. This is a much wider ranging version of the heel prick test that you might you might know about that, that exists through the NHS. It's a much broader test than that to try to understand if if your, your newborn child has any conditions that you might need to adapt to, perhaps with dietary changes or other things like that, that have this clear genetic component and understanding that as early as possible. So we're, that's in development. It, it's coming very, very soon. And I'm sure that we'll, we'll be able to find some really successful collaboration there to help IPs even more. I think it just goes to show, you know, like working with an organisation such as yourself, where we're able to offer really cutting edge genetic testing that is, is not, not being done. Yeah, designed just... to help uh, our members yeah. uh, give them as much information as possible. You know, and this is far, far more than they will ever get as part of an NHS pathway. Infinitely more. And the level of support is... I mean, is it okay to use the word ridiculous, but in a good manner? I can't think of a way to say, to say it because I've seen the documentation, the packs for, for the, the My Surrogacy Journey memberships that you shared. And I, IPs are just so supported and it's so robust. I think it's it's absolutely fantastic. And it's one of the reasons why we're so pleased to be working with you and, and supporting your fantastic initiative. Thank you, Bill. Thank As you, always, Bill. it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You've been well informed by the delightful Bill Evans today on all, all things genetic testing. And we are looking forward to how we can look at evolving that and offering our members more and more information about how they can access these types of screening. Thank you very much. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Thanks, Bill, for joining us. Just an absolutely fascinating topic and something that I feel most of us haven't or hadn't considered. You know, when you're looking at that impact of what potentially the testing can prevent, it just goes to show the, the absolute importance of, of testing and just understanding how we're all made. It's just fascinating. I feel like I've been in a science lesson. Well, you know, as you probably heard in that episode, we didn't have carrier screening and I would have been really intrigued to find mm. out if there were, if anything did come up as part of that testing process for us. But I would definitely recommend it going forward. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So remind them of iGenomics' website then. Where's go? Go for it. So you can go to www.igenomics.co.uk. And where can people get this podcast from if they oh, like? And this is testing me now. So you, <laughs> if you like this episode, then go and have a listen to the rest of the series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, ACAS, or the My Surrogacy Journey member portal. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.